Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so we got this exclusive from SCNR. And I'm going to go ahead and assume that uh, Tim McLean, you're listening here in the Discord. This is your story, sir. This is a crazy story. I was talking to Cassandra about it earlier. Pennsylvania man arrested after confronting drag queen during all ages church event. As I was walking to the exit, the congregation attacked me. It was actually a video. <clears throat> so I'll, we'll, we'll pull this up. Oh, there he goes. So this guy just attacked him. Yeah. yeah. It's like a soul battery. Oh, like straight up. Fight time. What a what a great white knight. Glad he was there to protect all of the. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, so let's uh, <laughs> all the let's jump back. <laughs> let's do this. Get out of here with that. He's the he's the kind of guy that looks like he would be fighting on behalf of drag queens. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so here we go. We got the super slow mo. So here's the gentleman yelling or wagging his finger. At the drag queen. Yeah. Right? And then this guy right comes and him. that's it right there. Yeah. He grabbed him. Yeah, the guy the guy with the ponytail just got out of costume. That, that I would say cool. like you battery. probably shouldn't go in these buildings. And so uh we got a picture here. It's a graphic warning for everybody, but McLean has a rare autoimmune disease where his body attacks itself. The slightest touch can cause his skin to rupture. Oh. After the incident, his back looked like it had been shredded apart. So uh yeah, very, very brutal. And uh, man, that's 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 absolutely brutal. McCain provided SCNR with his charging document showing that he has been charged with simple assault and harassment. He was charged with assault, even yeah. though the other people other assaulted, guy assaulted him. him. Clearly, yeah. assault unbelievable. On, it's and, on tape <clears throat> and, and harassment. So in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania yeah, nearby. Harassment typically requires uh, a warning. Mm. So you can't harass someone. It implies you've done something more than once. If someone's mad at you and you get into a fight, you didn't harass them. Mm -hmm. But outside of this video, I don't know the full details other than this. Uh, Tim had posted that he was going to go there, record the person, the people coming and going live on Facebook and upload it to YouTube, uh, asking people to join uh, and, and says to be peaceful, <clears throat> calling out disgusting pedophiles. My advice to everybody is do not get January 6th. Right. Because now you know that what's going to happen is they are going to start running stories saying like far right guy attacks uh, uh, you know, drag story hour, children were present, and they're going to say that the arrest is proof. You did. Yep. Honeypots abound. <laughs> Beware. Yeah, it's just, it's really difficult to confront these these groups. Yeah. And, and yeah. Especially, I mean, obviously, you know, the state that you're in is going to make a difference. Um, And it also, it's going to make a difference mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, if you're going to be successful in getting any kind of legal help right it's fine to go ahead and take video if you're looking just to expose and put on the internet but there are places where you're not going to get you know you're going to be treated as if you are assaulting people as if you are hurting people by going and saying look you know you should, i don't want you having drag shows around kids so i mean 
it's good to expose this kind of stuff, but you also have to, I think it's probably the best to manage expectations of what you think will actually happen. Getting the word out, exposing him, great. Expecting the government in, in a blue state to do something, probably going to get your, you're probably going to have, have your hopes let down. So the, the guy that got attacked, who got charged for being the attacker, who actually got attacked, did he go in there and then like start yelling at people and pointing fingers and stuff? Is that why he got hit? You're being very confrontational. Like do undercover if you're going to, uh, if it's legal. Weird. Covert. I don't understand how I asked politely if I could come in. I well, see, there you go. If I could come in, they said yes. I said, can I record? They said yes. I didn't do anything. Uh, absolutely not. That absolutely not. I said this Literally is blasphemy. not like that meme. This is blasphemy. Are you playing bingo? No, I paid to come in for a ticket. Why did you just come in? Because I want to see what's going on. So it, it really does look like in the full video, like, yeah, he did everything right. Paid to come in, asked if it was okay, asked if he could film, and they started getting people getting mad at him. And I think that that fits the MO of the far left. They do this all the time. There was... um. Dan Dix was filming at an event. He's in, he's Canadian. Oh, yeah. And far leftists started physically attacking him. And the cops said, if you don't leave, you'll be arrested. He's like, what? They attacked what? me. And they're like, give a fuck. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Back the blue, baby. Got to back the blue. Never. Well, no, not never. Uh, when appropriate. That's what I should, that's what it should be. Saying. Not never. So unfair. Yeah, I'd say mostly not. Mostly yeah. not back the blue. When appropriate is a rare circumstance. Just, yeah, don't. Don't like zealously back anything you don't understand. But if you want to back the order, an ordered society, as long as it's a good society, I think the police are, are extremely valuable for an ordered and good society. Yeah. You don't. So there are people that say that, um, that, that poverty drives crime, right? So poverty comes first. And then because of the poverty, you get crime. That is totally, absolutely 100% backwards I I, I I actually uh I, I I believe there's a correlation between poverty and crime but I believe now it is substantially less pronounced and I believe you know over the past few months the conversations we've had I would actually say today I would I would believe it's more culture culture breeds crime sure um but my point being that the crime is actually what causes poverty. It's not that poverty causes crime. The, right. the the fact that you have crime in an area, people can't open businesses. You don't have police that you can go to to say, oh, these guys broke my broke into my store. Right. They stole my stuff, my property, etc. You don't have, and that, this is this is exactly why property rights are so vital to a free country. And that's why you have. That's why to some degree you have to have courts for redress of grievance. But the, the reason why I, I still somewhat disagree on this, and for a long for a long time. My view of it was probably uh, too naive in that in the areas that I had seen and grew up, it was the poor people who were like, I don't have these things. So, for instance, like when when a video game of mine got stolen, it was stolen by the kid who couldn't afford the video game that everybody yeah. had. And so I do see a correlation there. However, that being said, culture before everything, uh, if someone couldn't afford something, but their culture and their morals dictated you do not steal out of fear of what the community may do. You could be shunned. You could, uh, you know, lose access to things. They wouldn't steal. So I think it's too simple. It's too simple to say crime and poverty are correlated in either direction. Although I do think you are correct to a certain, like absolutely what you're saying is true. If people are robbing stores, stores shut down and now there's no commerce. I also think it's true that there absolutely are poor people who commit crimes because they want to have something. Either it could be status related. It could literally be. I know everyone makes fun of AOC. It could be because they're hungry. You mentioned status and stuff. There's there are the relative poverty does have an effect on it. So when people mm -hmm. see when you're poor and you see people with a lot more, that will drive crime or that can drive crime. But, so. I, but I think it's ultimately culture, because as I've stated before, if every single person in the world was as Christian as Seamus Coughlin, you would not need police. You would not no. need military. Exactly. You wouldn't need any of that. I, only in civil society. But if civility breaks down like Hurricane Katrina, then nope. Nope. Uh, being a re religious Christian good guy doesn't get you out of that alive. You need no, the it gets, yes, it does. It gives you community. Yeah, Maybe. If, 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 if is, you're able is, to communicate it, with your community, but if, if the roads are flooded and everyone's stuck in their buildings, like... Doesn't matter. I, uh, I it, 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 is, it, it, is, it is a fact. If everyone is completely morally homogenous yeah. Yeah. you do not need 
police are military. No, to the extent you're saying you need a police that's equipped to get in a boat and go rescue people from a flood. Agreed. I'm saying I would not be worried about crime and looting in Katrina if every human being in New Orleans was Seamus Coughlin. It, yeah. I kind of get where you're looking, but it's a fan. Like for everyone to be morally homogenized would be impossibility. Of course, yeah. it's utopian. So, My point is simply because you have a breakdown in community in parts of cities, you get crime. The, so uh, look, I grew up on the south side of Chicago where 47th Street, two blocks north of where we were. You cross that street, everyone's black. South of it, mostly white, Hispanic mix. The people north of 47th would come to our neighborhood and rob everybody. It wasn't race. It was sort of race, but it was it was community. We had friends who lived <clears throat> on our side of 47th who were also black and would not go around robbing anybody. And, you know, Hispanic people and Asian people and immigrants. The reason why they would cross 47th and come over is because it was a completely different community. I was just being told about the gypsies and that it's literally in the culture. Maybe you know more. I don't know a lot we about it. We have a lot of gypsies in Spain. And it's like you're That's supposed to steal from non-gypsies. Oh, yeah. So yeah. In the gypsy uh, so culture. I'll tell you this. On the south side, south side of Chicago, across the street from my friend's house, gypsies... What they literally called themselves, so I don't care if you yeah, think it's a slur. They're very proud of being. Gypsies. Yeah, they literally called themselves. Gypsy. What they did was, they rented they they uh, uh, rented a house from the landlord, and when they rented it, they said it was me and my wife. Here's mm -hmm. us. Here's our job. As soon as they got it, they moved in their whole family, which is like twenty. No? Which was like well, I think it was like ten or something people. They all were living in this house, and they stopped. They immediately stopped paying rent. Squatters. Yes. And so the landlord immediately said, okay, eviction notice. They ended up getting, I think, like nine months free rent because what they what they were doing was when the landlord said, you didn't pay rent this month, they were like, I'm so sorry. We'll get it to you. Just please give us time. A week goes by. Landlord says, you guys are a week behind on your rent. I really need it. And they say, I know, I know. It's just our check. You didn't come through. My job is, look, I mean, I'm going to get it to you. After like three weeks, he's like, guys, you're not paying rent. There's nothing I do. I have to evict you. And they were like, I'll see you in court. And they filed a counterclaim against the landlord. They asked the judge, I have work. Can you please schedule this court date for two weeks from today? So now they're at a month, you know, in a week. They're, they're at, you know, uh, uh, a month and a week of free rent. Mm -hmm. Then when they go to court for the first hearing, they have arguments to which the judge says, they, they ask the judge, we're going to need more time to present our case. We feel that the landlord has not upheld his legal responsibilities in maintaining the property, and we're refusing to pay rent until he fixes uh, things that are broken. And the judge said, agreed, we'll reconvene after you compile the documents and we'll give the landlord an opportunity to respond. So now they're at two months. Eventually Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. Actually, they just stopped paying. They just told the judge after after a few weeks, we don't care. They weren't hiring lawyers. They weren't spending money. They were just going and saying, we need more time. We need more time until the judge finally said no. After eight months, they were finally able to get the police to show up to evict them. When the police finally showed up, the house was completely destroyed. Everything was gone. And it, it, it was eight months of free living in a house. Does the law protect the landlord? Or protects the, the tenants. The the tenants. The tenants. Yep. In Spain, the law protects the squatters. Yes, yep. same, same, in, my, same in Chicago. My grandparents just got a property um, robbed in last week for, from squatters, mm. and they were only able to take them out because they couldn't have time to change the lockers. Mm -hmm. This is the crazy thing. So uh, what the family ended up doing, the gypsies, and they were proud of calling, they called themselves gypsies. They called Romanis. No, they called themselves gypsies. Is that, you're saying that's the derogatory term? So the left says it's a slur, but these people literally called themselves yeah. that. What happened then is, with their family of like 13, 
Fuck the left, by the way. While right. while they were uh, <laughs> while they were on their last month or whatever, knowing this is it, the cops are about to show up. They reapplied with the uncle to another house. Here's my job. Here's my income. Lying, and, and they repeat the process yeah. because they can keep doing it. And then what they do is with ten family members, they're looking at like ten years of free free rent. And then by then, the kids are old enough to rent and do the same thing, and they keep the cycle going. I wish I. Could. I wish I could remember the history of the Romani gypsies because someone was just telling me a couple months ago about this, that they, it was within their, the doctrine of their culture, of their religion, of their life. Take. You're supposed to steal from people that are not Romani gypsies. Dude. I, I, I cannot confirm this on the fly, but it's like, like you're saying that thievery can be cultural. Crime can be cultural. That's an Did example guys, of it. Remember that guy um, uh, in Detroit, the journalist? Why am I forgetting his name? Charlie, what's his face? From Detroit? <clears throat> Man, I got to clear my throat. <laughs> Do you want to? I don't know, Charlie. Uh, squatting on the squatter. <coughs> Famous video, Charlie Leduff. I oh. like this guy. He's been on the show. Yeah, he's awesome. I wonder what he's, he's up to. He's legit. Seventeen million views. So what he did was the squatter was in the house. So he's like, I'm moving in. The only thing that I have is here. This is this is what I'm saying. Like, guys, listen. Any squatter who came into my property would very much regret being a squatter in my property. The things that I would do on my property with a the squatter there, they would not want to be there. What would you do? Well, we could start easy. I would bring roosters in and <laughs> I would give the roosters free reign of the house and I would, t I would take the doors off. All the doors would be removed and I'd say, you can live here all you want, but I'm selling my doors. <laughs> the doors must be sold and the roosters must be inside. And now... They're going to be sleeping and there's going to be poop everywhere and it's going to smell like shit. And they're going to be like, this is not worth it. And they'll likely leave. <laughs> However, should the roosters prove uh, incapable of getting the squatter out, then we bring in the goats. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, if for some reason the goats are, are not uh, uh, effective, then we bring in the cow. Dude. <laughs> How do you do it without destroying your property? Dude, Tim Pool's just farm noise. Well, it's, it's going to destroy, destroy your property property anyways. anyways. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, the, the squatters will destroy it. Can they, you play music 24 7, yes. super loud? Yep. Yeah. yeah. To my is, grandparents, uh, they stole even the toilet paper. They were there less than 24 hours. They I mean, left their apartment empty. What if, what, if you, what if you just like put, like just blasted snuff films? My, my house would be an indoor shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, the, you know, the Simpsons joke where, where Bart's like, I'm going to go like this. Yeah. And if you get in the way, it's your fault. You're going to be like, I'm shooting. And if you get yeah. in the way, stay it's out of your the, fault. Stay out of the way. Here's the lane. Yeah, but I, I don't think you can legally shoot inside your own home. Uh, in New Hampshire, you can. <laughs> oh, in New cool. Hampshire, I can shoot on my property. I got I to gotta ask, guys, the roosters will get the job done. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I think it's so. e real easy. When, when rooster bro, like you walk in the kitchen and he jump kicks you and spurs you, they're going to be like, I can't live like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd bring like 40 roosters. I think that in Spain, if they change the lockers, <clears throat> then you cannot get in inside your property. And the best part is like, well, you know, the, the it, it, Spain is weird, but I, I'll tell you, there, there are similar rules. The issue just, what's remarkable to me is squatters are lying and stealing, but the people they're stealing from just acquiesce to whatever the police say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, if I came to my house and there was a person living in it, I would call the police and say, help, I'm being robbed. A person broke into my house. And if they came and the guy was like, I live here, I'd be like, they're burglars. They <laughs> like, did that to my grandparents. The police said, we cannot help you. We can talk with them, but we cannot do anything. The problem is most people, I can't speak for Spain. What happens to squatters in the US is that someone goes, there's a man squatting in my home. And the cop goes, civil, click and hangs up. But if you call the police and say, help, there's a man trying to kill me, they show oh, up and, and they will shoot the motherfucker. That's true. So the problem is squatters are, are burglars, but and they're literally robbing your home in real time. But people will call the cops and say, hello, officer, I'm having a civil dispute with an individual in my house. And they'll say, talk to a judge. But if you said a man has broken into my home, help, help, <laughs> I think he's going to kill me. Then they come. Yeah, the cops will show up right away and drag him out of the house. There's no like... This this squatter here, like this is the mistake everybody makes. There's a squatter in my house. What do I do? Uh, help police. Someone broke into my house and they're trying to kill me. <laughs> Plant an acorn tree outside. That'll help. <laughs> there you go. And I'm not saying lie or anything. I'm saying like quite literally someone who breaks in your house is a burglar legally. Mm -hmm. So the problem is 
people are really dumb. Okay. Yeah. Burglary in Maryland is if you cross a physical barrier of any kind onto property of any kind. That means if I hang a shoestring around a barren acre of property and someone walks by and steps over it, they've committed fourth degree burglary. I can now call the police and say, help police. There's a burglar in my home. I fear great bodily harm or death. And I want you to get here before I have to take action. And the police will come and remove the person. But too many people are like, hello, officer, there's a man inside my house. And they'll be like, what's he doing? Well, he's sleeping here. And they'll be like, <laughs> okay. So it sounds like you have a civil dispute with a tenant. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I'm reading about the Romanis so hard right now. I wish I <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to callers. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, right up. Uh, first, we got Peas. <laughs> I want to call on you with that name. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I hope everyone's doing good tonight. Yeah, doing well. Jeez, um, yes. we, do, we do good every my, day. It's true. <laughs> um, my question, I was curious for Tim, actually, if you've noticed maybe ever since post-COVID, it seems like across all the industries and trades in the country, everybody just is like really incompetent and doesn't care about their job or their work. And everybody's yep. poorly trained, whether yep. it's police officers or everywhere, you know, pilot. Yep, it just seems like everything is kind of fallen apart. And yep. actually the you know funny I mean. reason why I chose this as my question is because I had an uh, insane incident with a police officer today that almost uh, resulted in a gun battle Whoa. between he and I. What happened? Yeah. Um, I pulled into a little gardening shop to get some flowers for Valentine's Day, and he was directing traffic. It was a really small business and parking lot. And I pulled in, and he would gave me a signal to stop, and I rolled down my window, and he told me I needed to back out into the road. And it's a busy road. And I said, hell no, I'm not backing out into the road. It's dangerous. I can't see. And eventually I was just kind of ignoring him because there was a car like coming my way to pull out where I pulled in. Um, so I did that and he was still hollering at me. I said, man, I don't need your stupid traffic advice. Just <laughs> go F off or whatever. And then he ran in front of my truck and said, you need to back out. And if you run me over, I'm going to pull my gun out and shoot you. And I, and I uh, I said, get the F out of the way. And right when he said that, he's going to shoot me. I had my hand on my gun in my truck because I, I have a holster on the dash. And I was telling him, I was screaming at him, don't you reach for it. Get out of the wow. way. I'm going to leave. Jesus. And that's what happened. And it wow. was crazy. But he was actually a cop and everything. So, you know, I didn't, There were, you know, he just kind of escalated it and said, yeah. if you run me over, I'm going to shoot you. But he also was like following my, my truck, like standing in front of it or wow. whatever and getting in front of it deliberately. So it was crazy. So we went to, <laughs> uh, we went to, uh, where was it at? Uh, Des Moines. They have what's called, they have what's called race casinos, race track casinos. And, uh, they have this eating area that overlooks the racetrack. It's awesome. Dude, the horse races are so much fun. You get all the horse with the goofy names. You bet on the you bet a dollar on them with the goofy name. And you have a cheeseburger and you hang out with your friends. You know, that's that's my kind of jam. I don't like you go to a bar, it's dark, you know, it's like yeah. cramped and it's noisy and you can't talk. No, I like the racetrack where you sit down, you get a cheeseburger and you're just hanging out eating, but you get to watch the horses and then maybe you get lucky and you're you're Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. 
Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Tim Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. Your goofy horsemans. Uh, out here at the Charlestown races, they shut down the eatery after COVID and have never reopened it. Mm-hmm. So now you go watch the races. Sure. You get yourself a high noon and you stand outside and you're like, that was fun. And then you leave. There's no more lo- like you could go for the whole four hours of racing where it's like a race every 15 minutes, I think. And you could sit down, order food with your friends, hang out shoot the shit for like an hour while the horses are running. You just have something going on in the background while your guys are having a good time. They got rid of it. They got rid of so much stuff after COVID. And uh, what, what I guess what they're saying is that older people who are working these jobs decided to retire instead of dealing with it and just go into their mm-hmm. savings. And so the workforce just evaporated. Then they probably killed a shitload of elderly people. So, But that means there's a lot less in the workforce. And so there's a lot of, there's less demand and there's less, uh, uh, I guess opportunity. They, they, you know, I asked them uh, why they haven't reopened and they're like, no demand and no staff. And I'm like, aren't there people who need jobs? Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. You think it's I, over. How are you feeling after that interaction with the cop? <clears throat> um, it was uh, kind of surreal because it didn't feel like I was engaging with a cop, you know? Uh, and he had like a high vis vest on that said police on it, but just his attitude demanding I back up into a busy road with no vision. And I was telling him, no, I'm not doing that. And then he was kind of, he was kind of doing like the provocation where if you ever had it happen to you, someone gets in your face and then they say, get the F out of my face, even though they're getting in your face. It's like, they want a reason to act out. Uh, It was, it was crazy. I mean, I don't know. It was funny, too, the uh, story with the uh, police officer dolphin diving and doing a commando roll over a acorn kind of dropped the same day. Yeah. The so, one, one guy in the chat was like, PTSD is not a laughing matter. And that's true, too, because some of these guys might be going through, like, God knows what kind of trauma on the back end or they saw beforehand. It's, I, I kind of I understand what you're what you experienced because the first thing i'm thinking is like well what'd you pull on the exit and he wanted you to get out because that was there's another way to go in like just do what the cop says don't aggravate the cop but like i don't know my tensions i feel like tensions are are up right now yeah <laughs> say the least amen hey yeah. peas uh thank you very much for the call thanks for calling man good, yeah glad to hear you're alive yeah that glad you're right story. cheers man we're both alive Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Cheers. Likewise, mate. All righty. Uh, can't read your else's name. Roman Nation, I can read your name. How are you doing? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey. Love to hear your voice, man. Your voice sound. You're, you have a great microphone. It's got the radio voice, yeah. too. <laughs> Whatever you're using Whoa, is, is, that's, is that's quality. amazing because I have the same one that Tim has. Uh, SM7B <laughs> is, is high quality. High yeah. quality. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, my question is for uh, failed basketball coach Phil Jackson here. Um, (laughs) With the news about Trump's team being spied on by foreign intelligence communities, which we already knew, um, do you think this is a reason why he took classified documents to Mar-a-Lago? Tim was saying that earlier, and I think so. I mean, it sounds like a good. it, It sounds like a good theory. I mean, obviously, I don't have any more information than anyone else does. But I mean, it sounds I think so. reasonable. You know, wouldn't you just make copies of it though, and and leave them behind so they didn't have a paper trail? Donald Trump? Yeah. No. He would well, be like, "That's it, mine." No, no, it's, it's not that. He wants the hard physical government printed you need documents, the original document, right, to prove it. Yeah. Because if he prints them out, they'll be like he fabricated those. Yep. They're mine. They were always mine. <laughs> my, my, I don't have the same one that Tim, that Tim does. I don't have it was in the state team. That's how I make That's funny. Well, you think? I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, if, if there was, let's say there was like exculpatory evidence that cleared his name in any of the cases or anything that he's going through, um, could Trump declare himself a whistleblower and are there any laws against that? Well, 
when you look at what they're doing to Donald Trump, it's clear they're not operating within the law. Yeah. So I don't know what the point would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, I'm I'm of the same opinion. When it comes to what is or is not legal, it's it honestly is is less relevant than what they can actually get uh, get pr- get the get the government to actually enforce is more than the, is the question. And what they can get the people to believe. Because they got the, with the media, you know, they'll tell people this is fake, this is fake, this is fake. And if they say it enough times, you get people to start to believe it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the the very last thing I wanted to say is that, uh, Tim, I will be at the event in Martinsburg. Right on. Sick. So yes, sir. Uh, the other thing is active elite members are going to have, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, I'm going to get yelled at. Uh, active elite members, the second floor is for you. And it's, it's free of charge, but you have to RSVP. So we're sending out an email to Active Elite members that uh, the second floor watch party, there's going to be 10 seats. I think we may have already done this. I don't know. 10 seats in the front row for the live show, Elite members. And then uh, second floor is, I think there's going to be 50 capacity for Elite members. And that's free. Like you show up, you can come in if you're an Elite member. And the general idea moving forward with the space is we're not there yet, but Elite members can come and go as they please. You'll have a key card. You go beep, and then you can walk in and hang out, play games, watch TV. We're not gonna, it's, it's not going to be ridiculously active there other than it's a club. And we're hoping once a month, we're, we're hoping to do exactly what we're doing on March 5th once a month. We can get in the full swing of things. These, are, these events will be like, they're, they're, we're gonna, we, we lose money doing them, <clears throat> but I think it's just healthy for everything we're doing. And Martinsburg, West Virginia, and our plans for anti-Times Square and all that to get started with pulling people in. And it'll help. I think it'll just help in general for everybody. But hopefully uh, people become elite members and then hang out at the club and play games. And we've got poker with the boys in the world. I'm sorry. It's called Debate Me. (coughs) Excuse me. The new card game Debate Me is uh, in the works. Dane's helping us work on it. And so we may have that out not too long. You know, we just got to get it done. But yeah. Excited. It's uh to clarify, we're gonna do the live show on that Tuesday on the third floor. That's what it is. Yeah, and there'll be ten people up there that are live audience. No, no, 60. no live audience. Sixty people yep. on the third floor live 50, audience. Fifty, fifty general membership. Uh, if you're a member, you could mm. buy a ticket. Those tickets are hundred bucks each, and there's fifty of them. That's all in the third floor. Elite members have the dedicated front. Row. Oh, and then they got the second floor. They can go hang out. Second on, like floor a, like a lounge is the lounge. Cool. Elite members only. That's and nice. the general idea is the like if you're an elite member you're in the club. And so second floor is going to be the club. We're going to have like, uh, <clears throat> man, I got a frog in my throat. Second floor is going to have skate stuff, which is going to be our private skate shop, which means there will be someone working there. There will be someone stocking drinks and everything for our members. We will probably lose money doing this. That's why it costs a hundred bucks a month to be an elite member and to get access to it. But hopefully it helps build community and help helps bring life into the area and just gets to that point of expansion. I, I'm hoping that there's, <clears throat> there's just somewhere for people to go and hang out. Because I know, like, you know, 10 years ago, I'd just be like, well, I'm done with work. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Where do I go? You know, like, I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go eat food. You want to you go somewhere, hang out. And so I'd go hang out in the uh, hacker spaces. So, you know, there'll be that component. Someone might be in there painting a picture, doing a jigsaw puzzle, playing video games. Maybe someone will be playing Fallout or something. Uh, we want to get some skee-ball machines, put a poker table up there and so cool. play card games. Yeah, and then uh, the idea is, It'll probably have like general hours of like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. or, you know, probably 11 p.m. So you can hang out and watch the show or whatever. And then we're going to have like probably wrote a rotating staff. But for uh, elite members, you will get a key card, walk up to the door and go beep and the door will open for you and you walk in. And then there will that's it. And then for people who want to come and like buy skate stuff, they can buzz and then the per- the staff member can invite them up, but those people can't come into the lounge. They can just stand at the top of the stairs. What about guests with for the elite members? Is there anything worked out? Can they nope. bring a one plus one or anything nope. like that? So if you, it's just a be- one beep, one person. One beep, one person. If you got a friend who wants to come, they got to be a member. But we maybe do something like day passes. And the reason is Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
if you're taking up space at the lounge, you are costing money like for the staff 20 members bucks for the day or something. Yeah, maybe, something like that. More. Or I don't know, 10 bucks. At least 20. 20? <laughs> yeah. 30. 30. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but so, 30. So, Can I get a 40? So the idea is we're creating a mini social club in New York and all these big cities. The ultra elites spend 50 to 100 grand a year on these social clubs. Yeah. And I've been invited to them like Soho Club and you go up there and there's the guy who owns this magazine. There's the guy who owns this airline. Mm -hmm. And you can walk right up and be like, hey, uh, nice to meet you. You're a member of the club. Drinks are free. They got cigars. They're hanging it, out. I keep thinking about the Illumin. Like it feels like the Illuminati like it, or like Freemasonry. Like it's just a bunch of dudes get together and talk about stuff. That's what it was in the beginning. Well, these social clubs are like that. I went to this club and there was a guy who was the like the head of marketing for a major advertising firm. And it's like, we're hanging out. And he's like, what are your ideas? And I'm like, this is crazy. This is why people spend $50,000 a month to be a member of this club. Because you go and sit down and there's the guy who owns the Huffington Post sitting right there. If, so we want to create something like that for a hundred bucks a month. And if pe people, a lot of people don't realize that a big portion of, of quote unquote luck is who you know. Access. And access and connections. So like if you spend your time around people that are broke, you're gonna be broke. If you spend your time yeah. around people that are not doing anything, that are not actively doing things in their life, you're gonna end up sitting around not doing stuff. Who you associate with really, really, really matters. It's like really so one of One of the secrets to being rich is to stand next to a rich person. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, watch the show, The Real Hustle. Cause one of the oh, things man. they do is they open a pop-up store where they sell designer lotions. They take Jergens, squirt it into a bottle, and then give it a fancy name and sell it for 10 times the price. Mm -hmm. So I've told the story before. I know people who are rich because they know rich people. And what they'll do is they facilitate trades between the rich people. Mm -hmm. Dude, there are people who are like, I make designer tops in my spare time. And I'm like, how much do you make a year? 500000 How? Well, because when I make a top, it's worth $10,000. That's it. The same top you can buy from the street corner that was made by a human being, but because they determine its value is high worth, they can exactly. sell it to a rich person because they know rich people. And that's the thing. The networking is what matters because it doesn't, it's not that the thing is worth that much. It's that someone will pay it. So if you right. know people that will part, that have that, have a lot of money and are willing to part with it for whatever reason. Money laundering. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be laundering, but but also, I mean, it's like, you can just art, like art make something, yeah. you can just make something that is like low intensity to make, low overhead, and then like some, Tim said, charge 10 grand for it. It's a place where you buy you, it. For uh, example, the water at the airport, it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. The water at the supermarket is $1. It's the same, same water. exact water, yeah. but mm -hmm. changes environment. It, Let's, uh, we, should, we should get to the next caller. We should, Roma, thank you very much. Thank you. See you then, man. Thanks for calling in. Cheers, mate. Bye -bye. See you uh, in Martinsburg. Alrighty, let's see who's up next. Got to read these names. Uh, that's a good one. OG Crackpot, what's going on? Real, real quick, just to clarify, because someone asked, it's not an additional club. You're already in it as long as you're paying one hundred dollars. So it's gonna, it's gonna be like we've got to work this all out. But the general idea is it's multifaceted. If someone shows up to the club and says, "I want to be a member of this club," they can join the club. If someone is an elite member of TimCast.com, uh, .com, .com, then you are you you get club access. If someone is a member of the boonies at a certain tier, you get access. Oh, and the boonies are going to be the skate thing. Cool. Basically, it is like the social connection for all the yeah. different things we're doing. And the general idea is if you're already paying for it, you pay for it one time, we'll give you access. So that being said, like if someone is a, an elite member at TimCast.com, we will give you an account for the boonies. Like you don't got to pay five times for each different website. Okay. Granted, if you're a $10 member of TimCast.com and you want to be a member of the boonies, then it's another $10. The elite club is like the social club access universal skeleton key idea. And uh, we'll probably end up losing money on it. But if we build community, I think it'll be worth it and be, you know, I, I think it'll generate the value in the long run. Anyway. OG yeah. Crackpot, what's up? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply <clears throat>
How's it going? Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, happy Ash Wednesday, everyone. Oh, yeah. Hello. Happy Ash Wednesday. Uh, so, a little bit of background to my question. Uh, my abuela uh, fled from Cuba during the uh, Castro Revolution, and before that, uh, a couple of my great-grandparents uh, fled Spain during the Spanish Civil War. And uh, my question is, uh, do you foresee a mass exodus of Americans if and when the Civil War hits? And if so, what country do you believe Americans will flock to in this scenario? It's already happening and El Salvador. There you go. You know, if if I I kind of agree, I've I've actually thought about going to another country, and if I'm thinking about it, then probably other people. There are people like online that you know of who have already done this. Max Kaiser blatantly is like, move to El Salvador, but do that, it now, don't wait. That, and that's and that's a lot having to do with like the economic advantage, Bitcoin, and all that stuff. Bitcoin hitting 52k is is good news. It's 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 by April it might be 100 to 200k, and then might drop back down to like 70 or 80. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tell anybody to do anything, but um. El Salvador's crime is it's the safest what is it safest country in the Americas now or something yep. like that it's amazing what Bukele did it yeah, was right. the most dangerous country in all America and now it's the safest one yep so there's already people who have been fleeing I don't know that it is like to the tune of millions like a mass exodus and it may stop I don't know but you ask yourself why were there were there Jews who remained in Germany after all this stuff was going down it's the normalcy bias it was just but but it's also where would I go? What would I do anyway? I mean, if you get a job here in the United States, you can't just move to El Salvador. Like, where are you going to find work? What are you going to eat? Where are you going to get a passport? That being said, um, time to start figuring things out. The last thing I would say is abandon the United States. You know? Yeah, I don't like the idea of fleeing. Maybe going somewhere to create something good elsewhere is fine. You can do that anytime you want anyway. Yeah. Running away from the greatest country in the history of Earth is like not. Yeah, yeah like not running palatable. from commies. Oh man. No. Such a pussy. Yeah. Hide them. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there are good solar jobs down in El Salvador. Yeah. Good. What kind of jobs? Solar. I'm a field engineer. Oh, like I, so. Ooh, cool. I, I would imagine 100 percent considering the Bitcoin mining operations they want. Yeah. If they oh, could. Yeah. Reducing your costs for Bitcoin mining mm -hmm. through like solar or like so. Uh, it's or offsetting I, at all. Yeah, they use geothermal in China. Mm -hmm. because it's 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 essentially free energy it's not literally free energy it is the heat from the earth boils water and spins a turbine so they don't need to burn anything to make it happen they literally just pull the heat out of the earth which is there and convert that energy into electricity dramatically reducing the cost of mining bitcoin and so they can sell it a massive profit solar would be a good option as well are you I look at those solar towers where like um the panels go up the tower like the leaves on a tree they, they kind of have oh yeah you're talking about uh vfbs right yeah that's cool vfb wave solar. uh you ever see a wave generator mm. they're turbines that they put on the coasts oh, and yeah. when the waves come in and out it spins the turbines generating electricity and it's it does both ways too doesn't yep. it yeah crazy I think in that's Denmark, crazy they have a lot of those yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's where they fill it up and then it drains out and it fills up and drains out. They also have little buoys underwater that are like attached by a cable with propellers on them that just constantly get pulled. Yeah, the buoys. And produce, off Scotland coast, they do that. Yeah, they're underwater. And as the tide comes in, it spins a turbine. Those are cool. Look at that, dude. That's crazy. That's all it is. Propeller underwater. Yep. That's that, a, like really an untapped. Yep. I mean, that's probably dangerous for the sea life and stuff, but an untapped hmm, amount maybe. of electricity coming in off of those. They've been running since 2008, apparently. Just finding ways to make things spin. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, we, we got to figure out some kind of like El Salvador trip somehow. It's tough. I was talking to Luke about that. He's down. It's a five-hour flight. We go interview Bu Kelly. He not as Max. easy to do. Well, he knows. Yeah, Luke said it was. He been, was like, oh, I'm it's not easy to do. We've been, not easy. we've been talking Three about interviewing Bu Kelly. How long? You, how long are you going to be there? For one week only. That's awesome. Have you been there before? No. Dude, that's going to be sweet. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, man. Yeah. We should. We should prioritize it, too. There's no point in waiting around, really. It's just too it's difficult to do these travel shows. It's ridiculously it. expensive. Yeah. Maybe we could do a, a this Central is why, this is why America we, tour. This is why the, the external events are so hard to do. Like, going to Des Moines was insanely expensive. I think it was 100 grand or something. What? All those hotels. Well, because uh, hotels for what eight or ten people for a week plus we're for a week like... renting equipment, building a studio, and then 
the only way to get there for, for us is a private jet because we had to fly on a Wednesday or yeah. on a Tuesday and get there on a Wednesday. So we had to have a private jet waiting for us after the show. And those are insanely expensive. Yeah, not to mm -hmm. mention flying back on a Monday. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> not to mention Kellen getting up to the plane and being like, sorry, Kellen, not, not today. Oh, that was Phoenix. Oh, that was that Phoenix? Was Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Shout out to Kellen. Shout out to Kellen. <laughs> we were Love all about you, to man. get on the private jet and they were like, you've got one too many. Yeah. Oh, and they I've were been like, there, dude. We not a private jet, but I've because been in that there, situation. there's a there's a uh, an additional seat that is the bathroom. Which, the, oh, the, yeah. the toilet yeah. actually has a seat on it. You could sit on it, and they were like, "We can call it in. It'll take two hours." And I was like, oh, it's three in the morning, like <laughs> yeah, opportunity cost. We gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, anyways, OG, thank you for calling. Thank you. Thanks, man. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Uh, last up, we got. Rick Morrison. What up? How are you doing? Sounds like a D and D name. Hi. Yeah, don't know how to pronounce that. Not too bad yourselves. No. Um, my question is for the whole panel. Both sides have the win condition. Whoever strikes first loses. But because of the left's anti-natalist policies, they've essentially given the right a second win condition of just survive. Yeah. Uh, so how desperate are they going to be getting? When's it going to reach critical mass? And are they going to be doing things like sending off your kids to war in order to drain your, your ability to fight back? You know, I don't know, but perhaps we should be saying right now, instead of vote, we should be saying breed. <laughs> yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's true. Breed like roaches. I got to get back. Five to babies. Just keep making babies. Make a whole bunch. Yeah. It's almost everywhere I turn. They're like, have a baby. Now you should have a baby. And I'm like, I'm just not in that state of mind, man. I don't know. You're never in the state of mind. Yeah, it's not, not a, it's not, it's not reality. It's not my there, place. There, there is no like, I've decided to have a baby, I guess. Most people, it's just like you do it when you do it and you figure it out. Did you just say it's not my place? I guess not. Not right now. Well, I mean, are you, well, I don't know if you have a girlfriend or not, so. No. Did you, like, just because being a rock star on the road, you were like, I just don't have time? Uh, well, I mean, I was married for, you know, a few years and we tried, but she couldn't, like, we, she had a lot of miscarriages. We couldn't conceive. Oh, that's um, sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you guys, you have kids? No, I don't. Are, do I'm you, 24. I, I, are you planning on it? I would love to. That's more uh, joey's decision i'm always ready oh um what was that what was that like my husband is still not ready oh kind cool of. like we are waiting until we are settling one period mm -hmm. but i'm always kind of yeah. ready yeah that's, man. that's a good move 15 babies each just start cranking them out yeah having a little army of babies there's a little army that's right have two now so that you don't have to have 15 and 30 years. Well, have 15 because that means the chance of one of them becoming a rock star is actually pretty good. If you, you start with four, so you have a fire team, then you move up to to, a, to, to eight and, and, and 12, and then you have Eventually a squad. You have yeah. a squad. So 15 is a great, great goal, but 12 is a squad. You're a platoon leader, you know. Oh, man. That's how you roll. Uh, anything else to add, my friend? The only other thing I would like to request is that Tim uh, read a little bit more about Canadian involvement in the Civil War, mm. because mm. we were a significant portion of it to the point where we tried to get the British to attack the Union Army, uh, uh, <laughs> attack the Union, oh. and we were up for grabs uh, at the end of the Civil War because yep. of our involvement. Ulysses S. Grant wanted Canada for wow. payment. So uh, we're actually we're this Friday, I believe we're, we're, we're we have the guy from the uh, California secessionist movement coming in and we're talking to a few civil war historians to join the show, the culture war to talk about with the California secessionist movement, the current ideas around secession in the context of what what happened with secession in 1861 and then the conversation of how would this translate to today if something happened? I think it'll be a really, really fun show. We're uh, hopefully we're going to be able to get someone. But that being said, Gettysburg is 40 minutes away from where we are. And I'm like, there's probably 300 Civil War historians in Gettysburg who would love to come on and talk about the Civil War. So uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a fucking awesome show on Friday. 
But we'll talk about Canada. Well, I'm looking forward to it. By the way, one last note. Each one of your presidents was actually assassinated by either a socialist or somebody French. So keep them not. Hate them both. Yeah, wait, 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 hold on. You're saying the CIA agents who killed Kennedy were... <laughs> French, co- French communists. He had ties. He was French communists. Booth fled to Montreal, and the one you're talking about, I think he had. He was actually a socialist. Jimmy Harvey Oswald. Harvey Oswald w- was was killed, but I don't believe. He, I don't think anybody thinks he actually did it. He was working with the, these Castro group communists. He was definitely in with the communists. <clears throat> yeah, or like you know, he was framed by the CIA. I think both. He was communist, and but then they used yeah. him. Yep. As a, he was a scape- He was a communist scapegoat. Yeah. So I have no sympathy. He was a communist. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for calling in, man. That was awesome. Best regards. See you, man. Cheers, Cheers man. All right. <laughs> Best regards. Love See you later. Shit. Thanks for hanging out, Ada. It's been a blast. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're really excited for March 5th. It's coming up quick. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we've we've got a lot to do. Second floor right now is pretty barren, but we got a couple couches. We need to get some TVs, some video games. We got a... It's, it's, here's the reason why it's private. If it's a public space, you have a whole bunch of legal rules and we couldn't even open the doors. It's a private space, meaning it's much more just like our house. And we're inviting only members who are like members of the club. And so the general idea is consider it like you're hanging out in someone's house. It's not like we're selling anything. So we'll probably just buy beers. And if you're old enough, you can have one or whatever. And we'll order pizzas or something like that. But it'll be a lot of fun. Super excited. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.